your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to the Colorado Avalanche. With me, as always, is Shaggy Von Dune himself, the moving maniac, Mr. Kyle Sullivan. What's going on, man? How are you? Living the dream. Living the moving dream. (laughs) Oh, it's a blast. (laughs) <laughs> boxes and boxes and boxes those are always fun oh, you always like mad life <laughs> yeah you always kind of look, look forward to moving because like it's like an exciting time and then it, as soon as you start filling up that first box you're like oh my god there's so much ahead of me right now and i never want to do this ever again <laughs> it it has taught me a lot about life and what i own <laughs> <laughs> yeah throwing away a lot of stuff i bet <clears throat> um yeah, it's- but all right, so uh, yeah, Avalanche with a four to one victory over the Montreal Canadiens. We will get to all of that. First things first, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. That is always appreciated. Follow the show on social media outlets, LOPN underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Locked On Avalanche on Instagram. Questions, comments, concerns, and opinions go to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com and follow the show's YouTube channel over on YouTube. Uh, so you wanted the abs to win clearly, you know, you, you, you had the easily the worst game of the season, maybe the worst game is, you know, since their 46 point season, <laughs> like it's been a long time since, since the abs played that bad. Um, so you want to get a win clearly. And in the end, that's what the avalanche did. It wasn't anything special. It wasn't anything where you're anything's jumping off the page at you, maybe with the exception of the penalty kills with because uh, once again, Logan O'Connor is a madman out there in the penalty kills. Uh, but I think because of the way you lost to Toronto from like the fan perspective, you want them to turn around and absolutely decimate the Montreal Canadiens and you wanted them to win eight to three. And they won four to one, a, a very ho-hum game. Like they played well, but I think because it's so quick of a turnaround that you only, you know, there was, it was back to back and the sting of that eight to three game is still very present. You wanted the avalanche to, to really jump out. We talked about it yesterday, jump out quick, put the pressure on quick and, you know, you know, put the put the pedal all the way down to the floor and, and not let up. And they didn't really do that. But again, they played well, well enough to win. Where, where do you where do you what do you take from this one? We were just saying yesterday that the Avalanche just need to come out and do what they need to do and get back to the just the core mechanics to win the game. That's what they did, but it wasn't impressive. Like Montreal the way they played us was how we played Toronto that, that let them make a mistake. They were falling back. Like if you just crossed your eyes and watched this game, Montreal looked like we did against Toronto. And now Toronto's because of that win, they're running around saying, Oh, we got cup potential. Like it inflated that fan base. Sure. And like the avalanche fan base is understandably still kind of dejected 
especially the injury news that came up today that we'll get to. Mm-hmm. You wanted to see the Avalanche do a little bit more than the bare minimum. I know, um, and that's so unfair, though. You know, like they they are the better team. They, they they clearly were the better team. They know that they're the better team. But should they be playing that kind of pedestrian style of, of hockey against a team that they know they're better than? And if they need to dial it up a notch, they will. Why play that that toe that line? Why not just go out and and I mean and, and you're playing a back to back, which is mm-hmm. which those are never easy. So I don't know. I was a little bit surprised at the because the first half of that first period was your typical abs. Not much going on. They got better as the period went on. They had some really good sustained possessions and and, the, and you saw it. You saw like okay, they are they're, they're, they are better than Montreal. And I'm not saying you know goals are easy to score. Uh, and they got a lot of shots on. What they have almost forty, I think, on that. Unless well, thirty-four. Um, I mean, overall, you're happy with it. But I think you know when you're watching it, you just wanted them to rip the throat. You wanted the Canadians to suffer for what you went through last night. And that's what you know. And I think the Avalanche just took it as like, no, we're, we're that was a bad game. It's in our rearview mirror. We're going to forget about it, and we're just going to play our game how we know how to play. And like you said, I think that's what they did. They just went out, did what they had to do, took care of business. That is the bottom line for them. And Jared Bednar started the game with Newhook taking that opening faceoff, like mm. throwing the lines a little bit differently, which you thought, okay, what do they have planned? Where are they going to set that top line? And yeah. where's that production going to come? Um, it was It was pedestrian, like, there were aspects of the game that looked great. Like uh, JoJo looked incredible tonight. He was mm. he was prepared. He was in the right spots. He was making the right saves. So on his part, that looked good. But yeah, you wanted to see a little bit more. But we also have another pedestrian team tomorrow. What yeah. do we come out the same way? I don't anticipate us playing the exact same way, but... I've yeah. been proven wrong before. <laughs> right. Well, you mentioned Johansson, and we'll talk about him. Um, you know, back-to-backs, not very often goalie plays both games. Yeah. Um, so you you didn't – when you heard uh, that he was start – that he was starting, or they, they didn't even come out and say in the, in the beginning of the day who the starter was. Some people were even thrown around, well, maybe Kemper's back. Maybe he just tweaked something, and maybe he's back. And Adrian Data reported that he he heard that he took one off the helmet in uh, practice or warmups, which is why he was out. So um, I don't know if that's verified or not, but you know Data is pretty reputable, so I you know believe that's what happened. Um, it was I think a little bit shocking to people that they went with Johansson again. Number one because he did play poorly, maybe give him a day off, and number two because it's a back to back. But they threw him out there, and I threw up on Twitter like I, I'm kind of okay with this because I like when coaches give guys who play poorly they don't just throw them on the bench, uh, give them a chance of redemption, give them a chance to go out there. He's played well for you since you've acquired him. Yeah, like anybody else on this team, you are uh, you're you're given a bad game or two. It's going to happen. Um, and I think that's the mentality that Jared Bednar had, wasn't it? He had a poor game. We all had a poor game. It you know, was just not on him. I'm not going to sit, you know, uh, 
Kale McCarr, Devontae's because they had poor uh, games defensively. So you throw him back out there, let him redeem himself. And for him, it's it's a it's a big game because he's young. If he has another poor performance, you had a poor performance against a very good team. Yeah. If you go follow that up with a poor performance against a team like Montreal, who is struggling mightily, now that is in his head and that might not get out for a little while. But he didn't. He went out there. He played well, like he has done many times in the past since they've, the Avalanche have acquired him. And you feel good for him. Now, now hopefully he's back on track. And we can all forget about what happened in Toronto. Yeah, and until Kemper comes back, uh, Johansson is the starter. And yeah, I feel like I feel like Bednar had that conversation, like, you're the starter. Go back and get your mojo back. And Montreal, I mean, they're, they're the team to get your mojo back. So it, <laughs> yeah, it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't take much. And I feel like that paid off exponentially for JoJo getting his confidence. And you could see that, especially later in the game, he was making some very good saves yeah. um, that he wasn't making against yeah. Toronto. So I feel like that was a good move overall for Bednar. Yeah, I thought he was good. I mean, he wasn't making any like sprawling saves or anything like that. Um, he, but this, this was a, this is, this was more of an avalanche game, uh, especially on the defensive end. They didn't. What they give up? Just over twenty shots on goal. Exactly twenty shots on goal. That's more of an avalanche defensive style of game. So he didn't have to make the you know stand on his head and do make these amazing saves uh he just he just needed to be good he needed to be solid and that's what he was and for the people who who were up in arms that he was going to be in goal again it's first of all it's amazing how quick you want to jump off that ship like god uh you know anybody that's out there that's had a bad day at work uh, you know do you want to get fired from that no give the guy a break And second of all, I don't want to hear coming out. Well, it was against Montreal. You can't have it both ways. You can't say get him off the team because he's so bad and then say, well, he only beat Montreal. It doesn't work that way. (laughs) Montreal's Montreal's an NHL team and he beat them. So, uh, you know, you you have to feel good for for Johansson. And I I do. I think that was a, a big moment, even though, yes, even though it was against Montreal. But if he gave up four or five goals against them, that would have messed with his head. But he didn't get a good team. He had a good game. He did. And it's it's something you could build on, especially in Ottawa. Right. Put him back in the net. Let's go right back at it. Exactly. All right. Uh, let's uh, hear from our sponsors, and then we'll get into some serious stuff. Uh, we had talked about Bo Byram a couple weeks ago after an athletic article about him and his injuries, especially his concussions. Uh, I think it's getting serious now. So. We'll talk about that in a second. First, we're going to hear from Boost Mobile. And you listen to podcasts for the power of the inside track. And you switch to Boost Mobile for the power of saving money. Because with Boost, you get the power of a free 5G phone so you can listen to the latest episodes and keep up with your favorite players and teams. The power of three unlimited data lines for 30 bucks a month per line so your family can share all the insights and the power of one of America's largest 5G networks. So you can do it all at the speed of 5G. With all that money you'll save and all that edge you'll gain, just how powerful can you become? I mean, you're looking at Captain America powerful, my man. Switch to Boost Mobile and find out. Get a free Samsung A32 5G phone when you switch to one of America's largest 5G networks. More power to save. That's Boost 
Mobile. It's free phone limited to new customers and one per line. Additional restrictions apply. Offers coverage not available everywhere or for all phones or networks. See boostmobile.com for details. We got word uh, prior to the game. Yeah, that Johansson was obviously getting the start and that Bowen Byram was not going to play with uh they, they they said it was an upper body injury and then there were other pe- reports saying uh it specifically was a head injury um and it's no secret he's had some concussion issues so this is what you're you're you know the road that you're going down i don't know if this is a new one that he got in the game against toronto which was a pretty physical game yeah. Or if this is one that it just, you know, he, he came back, played a game, wasn't right, so he's sitting again. I don't know which one of those two things it is, but I don't really think it matters. Um, I think Bo Byram is in a very, very, I don't even know the word for it, man. Like, he's got to be careful here, and yeah. the abs need to be careful. Because you are messing with a, a, a young kid's brain. Yeah. Um, and that is not to be taken lightly. So he's out. I don't think we're going to see Bo Byron for a while. And I even posted to Twitter. If this is what we think it is, a concussion, either way, whether it's new or just lingering effects from the previous one, take time off, man. Yep. Take some time off, maybe even the rest of the year, and then reevaluate. Because this is your life, and hockey's just a game. It's a scary. This is really. This is honestly getting to the point of scary. When that news came out, um, I messaged you, and I was like, "He's done." Like <laughs> this is one of those things. You if if this is if this is what we think it is, if this is what everybody's kind of reading into the tea leaves about, like you don't want to see him back out there. Like that, yeah. it's a human being out there playing the game of hockey. This is a game of hockey. Um, a lot of what you hear now is like um, former players talking about things they wish they did or wish they didn't do. Mm-hmm. You don't want that coming out of Bo Byram, who's not even like twenty five. Like you don't want to hear somebody. I wish I Bo wish Byram I can't didn't. even drink yet legally. Exactly. <laughs> like this kid's got a lot of life ahead of him, and you don't want it to be with all these adverse um, side effects that come with concussions and. You got to put your life ahead of the game of hockey in this regard. And as a fan, you don't want to see him back out there. You don't want to like wince and cringe every time a hit comes. I know how he and like you don't want that for you. I know the team doesn't want that for him. So if this is what this is, there's no problem with him taking the year off. Like it's understandable, especially with how we just lost Calvert to the same thing. Yep. And you you see guys like you know uh, Sidney Crosby who's who's dealt with concussion issues his his entire career in, in and at a young age, and people want to point to that and say like well see he he's had a successful career, you cannot do that 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 is a dangerous road to go down and ju- to keep for I'm not saying the Avalanche are doing this I'm just saying like from the fan base to say like keep pushing him out there because you know Sidney Crosby Sidney Crosby like no like even with Crosby like I I cringe every time like he takes a nasty hit. I did it with, um, uh, and I think you mentioned this last time we were talking about the article that was on the athletic with like guys like Wes Welker mm-hmm. on the Denver Broncos. I like, 
I, I was trying to send him mind signals to dude retire, please. Yeah. Reti- I don't like watching. I don't like watching Bronco games and seeing him get hit. It's not enjoyable because it it can. We know the dangers of repeated concussions, and I kind of feel like we're at this point now where we've like. It, it's almost like we we we've heard about and dealt with like that was the hot topic years ago, mm-hmm. and sure, it's still taken seriously. But players in the NFL were retiring early because of all this information that was coming out. You don't see that anymore. And I think a lot of people are like, well, they're trying to make the game safer. Sure, they are. But though that's for the guys who don't have a history of concussions and are trying to play the game on a more safe way, more safely. But guys like Byram, who who are, are, are going through this as much as he is at the age he's at, I love the guy. And, uh, you know, it remains to be seen what his career with the, the avalanche is going to be like, but I don't care. Uh, yeah. I, I want, you know, him to live a life and a healthy life. And maybe we're overblowing this right now. Maybe it is just he, he, he just had some effects from the previous one and he just needs some more time off and fine, then do that. But you can't take it any less serious than if it is a brand new one. Um, either way, the abs have to walk very, very carefully here. And see, it, this is no mystery to us. Like we're reading this. I mean, you can you can get this information anywhere about what Bo Byram's dealing with. Like it's the like coming from a UFC background. Like I'm a UFC fan, and like watching football. Mm-hmm. Like injuries like this play into how other teams or your opponent will play you, and <laughs> like with like. Peyton Manning at the end of his career, you knew that he didn't have legs and he had a bad back. You could force him out of the pocket and then you got him. Correct. That's the same thing that teams will be looking at when it comes to Bo Byram. If he does decide to come back and rush this just to, you know, play with the team and get into that playoff push, teams will know, hey, you don't have to go all goon squad on him. Well, Wait, put one good hit on him. You get you a little bit of stoppage. I mean, it's, a, I, it's a thing that you have to consider, yeah. though. Well, no, I, I really hope that, you know, guys aren't going to go headhunting for anybody. Mm-hmm. I, you know, you, I mean, there's guys that do. But, you know, if he's out there, you can't tell the other team to go light on him. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like if, if he's out there, he's a player. He's he's fair game. If he's out there, that means the avalanche is saying he's healthy enough to be out there and he deserves to be hit just like any other guy should be hit. And then that begs the question, should he be out there then? Exactly. Because it's, this it's, could happen. The same thing was happening with uh, Vladimir Tarasenko when he was complaining about his wrist problem. And if you would watch, like, after the whistle, you'd get those little love taps with a stick. Right. Because they know that's the way to get that's to him. Right. right. Exactly. Yeah. So you don't – and this is an injury. The reason I preface this, this is an injury you don't want just slaps on the wrist and make it more uncomfortable. There's a lot to go with concussions that if you make him uncomfortable – it could alter the future of this young man's life. Yeah. So you have to put a lot of things in account here. And I hope Bowen Byram is getting all the information he needs. And I would really like to see him just take the year off. I'd really like to, you know, I'm sure he is. I'm sure Matt Calvert has reached out yeah, several times and go back and read that, that Peter Baugh uh, article from the athletic. If you subscribe to them. And I, I said it when we were talking about it uh, a couple weeks ago. It, it's a very good article, but it reads like a movie in that it tries to 
have like a happy ending <laughs> that he's back and, you know, he, he, well, he's coming back and he's learned how to deal with this. And he, you know, he's got the assistance of his, all that is well and good. But I read that and I, and, I, and when I got to the end, I wasn't like, oh, everything is, you know, it, it, it's a happy ending. It's like, no, this is just beginning for him. And this is going to be an ongoing issue for him his entire career. And look, two weeks later, we're, we're back here again. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely, definitely something to watch going forward. And I, I just I, this is this is where things like hockey becomes like unimportant. Yeah at this point for him. So uh, I don't expect to see Bowen Byron for, for a little while. I'll say this. I don't expect if this is a brand new one, I don't expect to see him for a little while. If this is just a lingering effect, you're still not going to see him for a good amount of time because if he were to come back and and he only played that short amount of time before it flared up again, they're going to be like, you need to sit even longer. Yeah. Cause it, it doesn't, I mean, you saw with Calvert, he had to change um, his visor just to be able to play a game. Like it doesn't have to be another head injury to trigger something. So you just got to be cautious, Bo. Yep. All right. Uh, Let's get one more break and then we'll talk about the weekend. And uh, who do we have here? We got BetOnline. Yes, BetOnline.ag. And it has you covered for all these seasons, prop bets, odds, and lines. More of those than ever before as the football season continues to march towards the playoffs right around the corner. The playoffs yeah. are crazy. Uh, football season just goes so quick. Uh, Bet online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile websites and sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on to receive your bonus from basketball, football, the NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. It's where the game starts. That's betonline.ag. Also brought to you by Built Bar in this holiday season. Grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. It is Built Bar filled with so much holiday goodness. Reach for, that's like a we should write a song, like a Christmas song about built bars. Oh, I'll jot it down right now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Rich with decadent flavor covered in 100% chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, yet high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. So many flavors to choose from. You'll have a hard time choosing when will you have a raspberry or a mint brownie or cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie. All of them are spectacular. So look for some of those marshmallowy treats as well around the holidays. And you need to get your hands on Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, and marshmallowy through and through. Different flavors, all covered in chocolate. Tastes so good. You won't believe that they are filled with protein. And you were saying you want to get some Built Bars and do a little do a little dunk into some hot cocoa action, right? That would be... that. It just sounds so perfect. Like... Yeah. I, just to put a built bar down in the hot chocolate. Mm. Mm. Or what if you what if you lay a built bar on just on top of like the hot chocolate so the steam like comes up and melts and then dude be we're still up. my beating heart. <laughs> <laughs> uh so go to built bar or go to builtbar.com or built.com. Use the promo code locked15 
and you get 15% off of your order. Once again, the promo code is locked15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right. So we're, did you write a song down or, or no? We, we can we can save still, it. Till the, yeah, yeah, still working on my cadence. Yeah, work out. You got to get in the studio. You need, you need Pro Tools and stuff like I that. I got the yeah. guitar right over there. <laughs> right over so. there. All right, we'll figure it out. Um, all right. So Avs get the win. Much needed. And now they are one and one on the road. Game three on the road is Saturday against Ottawa, who uh, you, you said they won uh, the they day that we're recording. The Carolina Hurricanes. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So Carolina, no they doubled up in shots on them. So keep that in mind. Yeah. What was it? For, 49 it was to something? Four, it was 40 to 20. It was 49 to 26, I believe something it was. Like okay. Yeah, it was It was up there. All right. So, and you just played these guys not that long ago. Mm-hmm. Very entertaining game. Wacky game. Back and forth. Lead changes like it was an NCAA basketball game. Like it, it yeah. was just back and forth. Uh, entertaining, but you know, it, it, it was from you know from a, a fan standpoint, you're you're up and then you're down and then they're behind and then they're win- it's just a roller coaster of emotion watching that game. Fun game. Uh, and having said that, this game will probably be nothing like that because that's mm-hmm. just that's just hockey. Um, but yeah, you have a, a a team in Ottawa again. You can't take them lightly. They're not playing well. They're at the bottom of the league. But they did just beat a very – they beat a team at the top of the league, and that's yeah. the beauty of hockey. Mm-hmm. And, and nobody is sitting here right now saying like, oh, like I'm, I'm sure people are like, yeah, I can't believe Ottawa win won against Carolina. But that stuff happens all the time in this sport. So Ottawa is going to be – was that in Ottawa or was that in uh, Carolina? I'm not sure. Let me check quick. Um Hang on, let me see. You got well, the, the things. The thing you got to think about is like Carolina is pretty much the the comp to the Avalanche in the Eastern Conference. The way they're built, that yeah. that same homegrown talent. Um, Carolina is very much the same way, and I mean they're Twitter buddies with the Avalanche, so <laughs> yeah. I mean they're very similar. So you got to keep that in mind when this matchup comes up. It was in Carolina. That was see? on the road. That is a solid, solid win from. And that for them is, is a morale booster. You know, that, mm-hmm. that is something that they can hang their hat on. They are feeling very good now going home to, to play against the uh, Colorado Avalanche. Like you, you, if you're, if you're Ottawa, you're like, let's get two in a row against two really good teams. So they're going to be upstart. They are going to be ready to roll. Um, but if you're the abs, you know, this is this is game three of the five game road trip. And these these are important ones. You don't want to constantly get you don't want to constantly have a losing record when you're on a extended road trip. You don't want to you, you pull to one and one. You don't want to go now one and two and then have to pull to two and two. You want to stay above that 500 when you're on these long road trips. And we're on this long road trip right in the middle of it. We're, we're going to Ottawa. Uh, getting on a bus, going right to Ottawa. Not much of a turnaround. Like, and yeah. Ottawa's their brand of hockey is physical hockey. Like, if yeah. you could get through this Ottawa game unscathed, nobody else added to our ever-growing injury list. Yeah. You can make it through this and get to Philly. That could be a game you could take your breath, get fancy, and really like Philly right now is reeling, and you could take advantage of Philly. You got to get through Ottawa healthy with a win. And then we're going to be looking at that New York Rangers game at the end of this road trip. 
And that's where all of this that we're working on right now will be proven. Well, you know, the Ranger game is going to be kind of important because for me, you know, yeah, you move, you moved on from the Toronto game in the sense that you played the very next game and you won. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like we talked about yesterday, the questions are going to linger. Like, how do the Avalanche play against upper echelon teams? And I kind of felt like that after the win against mm-hmm. uh, Montreal. Like, yeah, it was a good win. Good job. But man, like they are nowhere near the caliber of Toronto. And I want to beat a team like that. Yeah. So until the Avs really do that, um, and and if you go into MSG and beat the Rangers, I'm not even going to say the Rangers are on the level of the of the Maple Leafs, but yeah. they are playing very well, and you know they're 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 confident. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll make me feel a little bit better to to end the road trip with a win against a quote unquote a good team. Uh, again, not to the caliber of of, of uh, Toronto, but. It was so weird after the game against Montreal. Just like, yeah, good win, but man, why? Like, I'm still thinking about eight to three. I'm, that's going to be yeah. killing me for a while. Yeah, uh, the difference between Montreal and Ottawa, they're similar records. Um, Montreal is definitely that game that you anticipate winning. Like, if we would have done like uh, a nine spot, eight or nine goals on Montreal, that's when you could right. be like, we're back on track. But yeah. if you kind of just breeze through Montreal, you're it's you know you're supposed to beat them, um, yeah. but you're not impressed. Ottawa, they're physical, and if you could take them out in the first period by hanging three or four goals in that first period, that's when you take Ottawa out. But you also make them mad. So right. if you can get out, not hurt, I think we'll be doing all right, right. going into Philly. But that's going to be the big problem, and it's right in the middle yeah. of this road trip, and it could be a trap. Yeah, I mean, better not be. I'm t- that that eight to three loss should be sticking around in, in your mind for a long time. So let's let's not talk trash games. Do that. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that will wrap it up for today, and that'll wrap it up for this week. And uh, we'll get to the Avs game over the weekend for uh, Monday's episode. Again, hopefully that's a uh, in the win column and. Now we have a winning record on this five-game road trip. So that is going to be it for today, everybody. Thank you for tuning in, making this your first listen of the day. As always, it is greatly appreciated. Definitely check out Locked On NHL as your second listen of the day. Get all caught up on the news from around the league because there's always a lot happening. So go check them out. All right, man. Anything uh, fun for this weekend? It's probably packing for you, right? Packing, packing, and more packing. All right. All right. Well, that's going to be it. Here, I got a nice little thing my daughter gave me. She wanted me to put this on. I'm going to show all the lights off. Can, uh, wow. Oh, I don't know. Leah. It's just some random thing. She's like, put this on your show. I'm like, all right, babe, I'll do that for you. So, it's you an infinity my- stone. There it is. <laughs> there it is. See you guys. Go, Abs, go. Go, Abs, go.